Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. So I made it to episode 50. Episode 50? That's pretty freaking cool. I, I mean, I guess I want to start this off by saying thank you guys for actually listening to this show. <laughs> I did this show on accident. I was sick at home in bed one day couple years ago and um i was listening to a podcast and was like i could do a podcast and pretty much just I, I hung out in my room and figured out how to do podcasting and and i did it and i've had so much fun with it it's just every time i get to do this show i have a really good time and and i hope that you guys find it beneficial and i just want to say thank you guys for listening and supporting the show like so much it's it's one of my favorite things to do um so anyway about the actual episode itself <laughs> Um, Amy is on the show, and Amy is a rad coach who actually coaches yoga teachers, and I cannot stress the importance of a coach for a yoga teacher. I currently have one. Um, she's pretty. I call her my boss because she you know, pretty much keeps me in line, keeps me accountable, but also gives me hope and strength when things are going down. Amy is sweet. She's super rad, and she knows her stuff, um, so I'm so happy that she's uh, on the show today. Uh, we'd love to, love to, love to, love to thank everyone over at SF Yoga Mag. You guys are a big part of making this show happen and just big supporters of the, of the show. Uh, it's You guys rock. You guys are amazing. Uh, without further ado, enjoy episode 50 and thank you again so, so much. Hi, Amy. Hey, Denny. I'm so excited I get to have you on my show because I got to be on your show. I know. It's really fun. Yeah. How's it going? So we were just talking before the show started. You're on the East Coast today, which was... So for the, for the people listening in right now, I was trying to get on Amy's show and <laughs> <laughs> needless to say, I'm not good with time zones and <laughs> datelines at all. <laughs> neither, no, neither am I. We relied on our assistants to help us and they did their best, but we still kind of faffed it up. Oh, well. Well, whatever. We're here now. Totally. <laughs> so, Amy, I know you now a, a, a good amount. And I um, I didn't realize until after I did more investigating, like how like you have really dedicated a, a, pretty much your entire yoga gig to supporting other yoga teachers and to helping them like... I mean, you, I, I, some of the stuff that I was reading, like, you know, and, and some of the some of the calls that you take with your people, like you really just help people get grounded and and get uh i guess support from from a, a yoga teacher perspective when you know whether they have one person in class or whether they're trying to grow a yoga retreat or whatever it is so how how did this all come about like where did you decide these people need help and i'm gonna help them uh essentially it was two different ulterior motives really <laughs> so i figure i mean i'm a zealot for yoga i've been practicing since I was eight, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all about it. And I think that it's good for people. I think you're a better person when you do yoga. Uh, and so I felt, well, I want to live in a nice world. And so I think more people do yoga. And sure, I'm a yoga teacher, but I can only teach so many people. So this is kind of like my pyramid scheme to make <laughs> the world a better place. I'm just going to like multi-level market yoga to the world. And I think it's good for for everybody. So, you know, it's it, one, it helps me pursue my own dharma. But two, I also, you know, just I came to that point in my vocation career path that I was done with that. It all become 
stupid. And so I decided I wanted to do something that actually had some integrity that made me feel good, right livelihood sort of stuff. And so if I mashed together all of my skills, it turned out to look like being a business coach specifically for yoga teachers. And now I have the very good fortune to have a business that helps me feel like I'm pursuing my dharma. And I just, I love it. I get to help people talk about my greatest passion, uh, travel around and, and meet interesting people like you. What is like, I guess, what is like a, a day look like for you? Like what's a typical day, like being a, I guess, a, a yoga teacher coach? It depends. So about half my time I'm on the road traveling like now and about half the time I'm just at my home office. So I have, I'm one of those extroverted introverts. So when I'm on the road, I'm doing events, checking in at studios, catching up with clients. I teach a retreat and sort of work one day workshops in different cities. Um, And that's all fun and good. And then I need to go into my HSP time and I have a tiny little cottage in the middle of nowhere Australia and I uh, see my clients online um, and pretty much just work a nine to five but from my home office. What's the most rewarding part of doing this? It's it's so interesting because people think that what they need when they come to work with me is business support. How do I get more people to my class? I'm scared of social media. Teach me how to use it. I think I'm undercharging, but I'm scared no one will show up if I raise my prices, this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's just the doorway. It's like yoga. People think they're coming for fitness. I want like the glutes of a yoga practitioner, but actually it's the doorway to, you know, personal development. So for me, the most rewarding part is seeing a client value herself differently feel more comfortable talking about what she needs in her marriage because we've done some work on boundaries or mm-hmm. um seeing seeing you know i remember a guy a client that i had um he all he wanted to do was help other uh baby boomer executive men feel like they didn't have to give up golf because that was their big passion and as they were aging they couldn't play golf and so his whole thing was about helping his friends stay active and feeling socially engaged by having private yoga sessions with them so he got so much self-worth from being able to support his people that was incredibly rewarding so it's it's always the as much as people think they're coming for the business stuff it's always the personal development that inevitably goes side by side that I find so rewarding and I suspect they do too you know it's great your Instagram feed looks amazing but the fact that you like yourself more (laughs) (laughs) I'm more interested in that wait we're not doing this for Instagram (laughs) And some people are, and it's awesome. Well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Amy, we have to try to have a serious conversation here, and all I want to do is shoot the shit with you. (laughs) Do it, do it. (laughs) I think it's, I mean, I really do think it's awesome. So I I obviously, you know, I teach as well, duh. Um, But I I often have, you know, newer teachers that come up to me as well, and, and you know, I have my own, my own personal business coach as well. And, and I, I, I really do say that she's my boss. Like I call, I call her my boss. <laughs> so, um, Hey Sherry. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I do think that, you know, I, I kind of feel like we've, Hmm, how do I frame this? I kind of feel like there's this false sense of being a yoga teacher is really easy and it's really, uh, glamorous and, uh, and anyone can do it. And I kind of feel like it's true. You can do anything that you want to do, but like 
we need to be more real with these people that are coming into like becoming a yoga teacher. Like it is going to be hard work like anything else. You know, it is tough to pull a crowd, you know, when you're just getting started, but it's not impossible. You know, I think to just the way that, I mean, and you've probably seen a lot more of this than I have because you're managing these people, but the game has changed a lot in so many regards. You know, now there is social media. Now there is, you know, online platforms. Now there's people selling their own videos. Now there's, there's so much more digital things happening than there was even in the, I, I mean, even in the last five years that I've been, you know, like been around the block, I should say, um, you know, like it's, it's changed completely. How do you I, like, how do you get people that are, that are wanting to like break through and, and how do you, uh, I, I guess, what, what do you say to people that are like, okay, I, I kind of want to do this and, and I don't know where to go. I think that, um, one of the things that's really important is that everybody gets to define their own journey. It's like saying, well, if you're not doing Mysore every day, you're not a real yogi. Like if you're, if you, if you're a yogi because you go to the community center or the YMCA on Wednesday nights, except on school holidays, that's awesome. And the same is true for how you want to show up as a yoga teacher. You want to get on the cover of Yoga Journal and teach it all the wanderlusts. Awesome. You want to just teach your colleagues one lunchtime a week at your office equally awesome. Or maybe you want to do a yoga teacher training because you just love yoga and you want to learn more, but you never want to teach. Also awesome. So there's, I think it's, it's like, you know, follow your own Dharma again. What is it that you want to teach for and what does teaching look like for you? And just because you don't have however many K after you're following on Instagram doesn't mean that you're unsuccessful. Um, so first there's that, like, let's all just agree to not judge what is a successful right. know, career or not. And right. likewise, if, if you want to go out and make bank from teaching yoga, I am all about that too. Like that excites me. You want to make a heap of money from helping people get better? I mean, do it. You know, that's, yeah. that's also <laughs> awesome. But I think the thing that inevitably must be missing from a basic yoga teacher training is that the the fact that you're becoming a business owner, whether you're subcontracting at a studio or going out on your own and renting your own space or, or building a, you know, converting your garage into a practice space. When you decide to become a yoga teacher, for, for almost everybody, you become a, a, a solopreneur. And, and if you're doing a 200 or a 300 hour basic entry point teacher training, even if there is a component that's allocated to the business piece, you can't cover what you actually need in that amount of time. So I think for people to give themselves a break, if things aren't going the way you wanted them to, if your classes are a bit undersubscribed or if you had to cancel a workshop because no one booked in, it's okay. You, you didn't learn how to do that yet. You know, if you have, if you can't crack a, an astavakrasana because you've never actually taken a class and how to do it, that's okay that you can't do it yet. Go take a class. You know, so know that just because you've done a teacher training doesn't mean you necessarily know how to run a business. So give yourself permission to figure it out, get more support, join groups, go to trainings, whatever. Um, there just isn't with the incredible breadth of yoga, what you already have to distill just to squish it into 200 hours. You can't possibly cover what you actually need to also become a business owner. Right. Right. That's such a good point. I never thought that as a yoga teacher, I, I mean, I guess I didn't think about a lot of things as a yoga teacher, but uh, there's a lot, a lot of shit came up. <laughs> uh, there's a good, that's a good podcast topic. Oh, the, the snafus that happen when you're a yoga teacher. Oh, that's good. The things you never we, thought would happen. We're doing, we're doing a part two. I can Perfect. see it right now. Yeah. How do you we, tell that guy to th fix that thing? And how do you tell her that, mm, yeah, that would be fun. 
Yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> we're totally doing that. I was gonna. I was gonna say, when I first came into uh, to teaching yoga, I, um, I mean, I talk about this story a lot, pretty often. But like, I started, you know, was, I, my background is in, in in nightlife management, so I managed bars and nightclubs for a really, really, really long time. And then as I started teaching and falling in love with it, I pretty much was working full time at a bar and then teaching part time on the side, and mm-hmm. I couldn't afford. You know, I, I didn't know that I had to have a website until someone was like, "You actually went to go audition for a studio," and they were like, "You need a website," and I was like. <laughs> I'll be right. I'll be right back. <laughs> you know, and I didn't have enough money to like pay for someone to make me a website, so I went on YouTube and figured it out. And you know, and then I had a friend, you know, another friend come in and kind of help help one layer out, and then another friend came out and helped another layer out. And you know, over the last few years of, of teaching, I kind of even my own like YouTube stuff, I, I figured you know how to make things and how to make things on a budget, you know, but just kind of being, I guess, because I was really dedicated. And, and now I'm finally in a place where I'm like, okay, I can start getting a little, have a little more resources where I can actually like have other people actually help me out that, that they're experts in that. Because at the end of the day, like what I want to do is teach yoga. That's, that's what I want to do. That's it. That's it. I don't want to do the social media post. I don't want to do, like, I don't want to do any of that crap. I just want to sit here, read my yoga books, teach my yoga classes, hang out with my yoga students but there's so much more that goes into that. And when I first broke into it, like when I actually decided I was going to go full time, I thought the workload was just showing up to my classes and teaching really good yoga. And man, oh man, was I in for a surprise. Yeah. Because now it's like, you know, now it, now it's everything. It's, it's like you said, it's being the business owner. It's, it's, you are marketing. You are the CEO. You are the financial officer. Mm-hmm. You are, you're every single department in, in, in you. And it turns weird because you're a brand. Yeah. 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 Commodifying yourself. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think there needs to be more, one, more of, more of that conversation, but two, help facilitate that because, I know, I mean, I used to manage yoga studios, so I managed a lot of teachers and whew, managing yoga teachers. You burned away some karma on that. I mean, well oh. done. Like, oh, thanks. We'll just let the energy guide us today. <laughs> but I need you to show up on time. I know, I know, but I just got pulled and, you know, I was holding on to my crystals and I, I needed a moment. We love you, crystal people. Yes, we do. Oh my god, that's totally me. I'm looking at my altar right now. But still, <laughs> see, this but is still, why I love my job. When else do you have a conversation? I never got that in corporate. I'm looking at my. Anyway, go on. I interrupted. <laughs> but still, I need you to be here on time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that that it gets to be in stages. What I can't stand is when people want to bitch about. No, I, I just want to teach yoga. I'm not interested in all of that other stuff. If that's true, go get yourself employed at the gym or the YMCA or something as the yoga teacher. If you want to foster your own community and you don't have the money to invest in getting team to do that stuff for you at the beginning, you've got to learn to do it. But the tools are so easy. Like if you can do a safe headstand in the middle of the room, you can build a website. Seriously. The stuff is so good these days that if you can click and drag a mouse, you can use social media. If you can, you know, I don't know, like, engage your index knuckle you can post something to instagram it's actually not that hard i think people just get frightened but it's not difficult they're just afraid of doing it and there's this you know there's this um 
there's this level of like, you know, like uh, follow through too, but also the workload and the, uh, what do I want to call it? The intimidation of other people that are successful in that quote, you, you again, that word successful is we, we can have a whole conversation about the word successful because it's really interesting, but I, I guess they're looking at the people that have like the bigger followings or the more engagement, the so on and so forth, forgetting that what they have to offer is enough and what they have to offer is perfect for some people. And that, like you said earlier, some people's dharma this lifetime is to teach to thousands and thousands of people and other people's dharma is to teach to the person next door, you know, or the person that can't get out of a wheelchair or, you know, uh, it's, it's different for everybody. Totally. And you never know who's going to be in the room. You know, it's, it's Bhagavad Gita 101, like pursue the action, but the fruits, that's not your job. If five people turn up and you wanted 25, you just like be there for the five that are there and, um, and, and, and do the best, give the best that you've got. Totally. I love that message. And, and you know, sometimes I, I used to teach this class at the men's prison near, near my house. <laughs> um, and I remember once uh, I thought there's all of these um, requirements, you know, couldn't wear tight clothing, couldn't touch anybody, couldn't really demonstrate with my body because, you know, you don't want to stick your butt in a r- room full of inmates' faces. It's just not fair, really. Um, and, and, and they also didn't have a whole lot of English, so I was used to using pretty anatomical language. I couldn't. They didn't get it. So it was great as uh, me becoming a better teacher. And I thought I was doing a good job and I thought I was giving them stuff that was interesting and then Towards the end, one guy said to me, well, Amy, do you think we could do a meditation like on the chakras? And I thought, wow, I think I've misjudged my audience in these prison inmates I want to do a chakra meditation. But I said to him, I just wasn't sure about that because I didn't know how comfortable people would be sitting in this group room with your eyes closed. And he said to me, are you kidding? This is the safest prison I've been in. No one's going to shank me here in meditation. Right. (laughs) Well, you just never know who needs what you've got, right? (laughs) So when you show up and and serve the people that are there and give them what they need, I think that's kind of what being a yoga teacher is about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, absolutely. It's it's so, it's true on multiple levels, you know, it's really... We can kind of get outside of your, well, I mean, you get outside of yourself and you just, you just, you just offer. And I think this is like, I'm totally tying this back in. Like, this is why you need people to help you so that you can step outside of yourself so that you can actually be fully present and not necessarily have to, I think it's people are afraid to ask for help too. So, you know, when, when we, when you have that extra support, when you have that extra help, it gives you more permission to show up in class. It gives you more permission to actually be, I say this all the time. I jokingly say this. Um, and I, and I, I used to call my assistant, my assistant, and now she's so much more than that. Like, it's not, I, I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's, she's like, she's like director Danny Pomplume. She, she does. <laughs> I joke that she's my right hand and she'll joke back and be like, and your left mm-hmm. <laughs> because it, it's true, but she gives me enough space so that I can do what I want to do really well. What I want to do really well isn't organize the back end of my website. It mm-hmm. isn't, you know, to put, although I'm good at that stuff. I, I, you know, when I first started, I was, at, it was all me, but now I have someone else that can help support me so that I can do the other things really well. 
Yeah. But if I can, Danny, just on that, where I see teachers, more of the, you know, the kids have left and now I'm going to go teach more classes because I really love yoga. Where they get into trouble is they invest way too much outsourcing. So I think there's a beautiful combination of knowing what you actually need and having a certain level of mastery before you outsource. Like people that have spent thousands of dollars having someone else build them a rubbish website that they can't actually adjust. You know, they need Mm. to change the prices and then the, the company that did it for them is just gone. So I think there is there is a level of discernment in who you choose to work with and having a community around you that you can ask, who else has used someone? What do you recommend? How long did it really take you? What do you really pay for that? So that you're not, if this is, if embarking on these sorts of business ideas is new for people because they haven't done it before, having some people to talk with so that you make great informed choices about outsourcing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Actually having a community. Well, yeah. And I guess it goes back to what I was saying. Like I actually learned all these things. Like yeah. I learned how to do the, the website thing and the social media. Like I learned how to do everything because I also want to know how to run my business. If you know, someone ever was to step away, like I need to know every single aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not your area of genius, but if it went sideways, you knew what to do. Yeah. I love that. Exactly. I, could, I could support it. You know, I can, <laughs> until I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So you have you have someone that's just out of a TT, and they're like, they're they're coming in. They say, Amy, where do I start? What do you say? Well, I'd tell them to sign up for my program, but um, (laughs) but honestly, um, like there are a bunch of great free resources. Um, I think, but I think fundamentally, like just start teaching. I mean. God help me, the classes I taught when I first started, it was like a half hour of cat-cow because I just got so flummoxed I didn't know what else to say with horrible like Buddha bar relaxation, like horrible, horrible classes. But I just started, right, and I did that for a while and then I got better. So start, don't put it off, and keep going to classes. Keep yourself on the mat in front of exceptional teachers. Like you don't need to be in a teacher training to learn how to be a better teacher but you do need to right. stay a student. So probably those two things start and go get better because you stay a student. That's awesome. I love that. And, and uh, yeah. And, and on a side note, Amy, just thank you for doing what you do because I know if I didn't have my support system, I would be lost, scared and or afraid. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I've absolutely got an ulterior motive. It's knowing that be- the world is better because more people are going to yoga. It's a pretty good feeling. And it's it's so true, right? I always I joke that I like I want to save the world one down dog at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except I'm Saving... not scale. See, this is the difference in our approach. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. All right. I, I, clearly, I need some sessions with you. <laughs> so good, Amy. I can't thank you enough for just taking the time out and and coming onto the show and and hanging out and and we we should probably stay on the line afterwards and just shoot the shit because we really want to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me as a guest. I, this has been so fun. I'm going to, like, your podcast is just the business. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you. Until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Amy and Danny saying peace out. <laughs>